Welcome to Living in the Overflow. I'm your host, Jameer Waters. Today's topic is going to be a good one. I'm not going to jump into the name just yet because I believe there is power in revealing. So I'm going to save that for just slightly beyond the beginning of the episode. Um... I just gave you a little hint on a little bit about it, but um, let's get started. Episode 4 of Living in the Overflow. If you haven't already, please follow us on whatever podcast service you are using. Um, Please keep up with us, up to date, spread the word, spread the love, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, and um, let's get into it. First of all, I want to say... Welcome into 2022. Welcome to our new listeners. Um, and let me check. So we have three, three new listens in the last week. So you might not see that as much, but we had only um, 13 and like two or four months just last year. And already to start off 2021, within like the first two days of 2021, we already had three new listeners. And um, I think that's very monumental. So I want to start off by saying 2021 was an amazing year, but I will not dare put a limit on what my God can do in 2022 and the years to come. Um, but let's announce um, our end of year stats for 2020. One, um, we had three episodes, um, forgive over forget, um, fruit, fruit versus flesh. Um, I named it, um, how to make your spirit fruity. Um, that was just to, um, intrigue people, but the real true message of the passage is the fruit, fruit versus flesh. And then my personal favorite, the last shebang at the end of the year, um, the paralyzed praise, which is still to date my most favorite scripture dive and my most favorite study I've ever done because it's the thing that aligns with me the most. I'm a worshiper. And if you want to learn the purpose of worship, the purpose behind your pain and the pursuit of of your person then I would listen to The Paralyzed Praise episode 3 which is a very good episode The Paralyzed Praise and at the end of 2021 Living in the Overflow podcast had over 100 plays and over 600 views on our new-ish YouTube channel I say new-ish Because I've always had this channel, but um, it was just a funny gag. It's had a million different names, and it's um, been tossed around here and there. It's been J-Pappy Vlogs, just joking around with my friends, trying to be a vlogger. But we all grow up, and we all learn. Um, But if you want to sub, we have a few episodes. We have the... um, Fruit vs. Flesh episode out on YouTube, and we have 
two mini videos and the rest are just comical ones from uh, my years of middle school and even though they're cringy to me it might cheer someone's day up so sub to that at overflowing ministries it has our new logo for our ministries um, which is a crow and it represents the crow that fed elijah in the bible um but let's just get into it this is um our beginning of year episode to start off the year right to to fill your cup to overflow with god's presence to feel him like never before starting off in 2022 most to set a goal or a plan for how they want their year to go spiritually physically um um but that backfires normally like um no donuts december or um just jesus january or um i'm gonna go to the gym every wednesday every week for the rest of the year and i'm gonna lose 50 pounds um which can be good in some ways for some of us but i want to start out this year and um and or a new chapter for some of us with a motivational word i use the word motivational even though people say don't be a motivational speaker which i'm not i i want to be a pastor one day um so i'm not a motivational speaker i am a kingdom logic young man who strives for the kingdom of god and a motivational word is different than a god word but in the sense that i want it to inspire and carry on in that sense a word or a phrase straight from the mouth of god for all who are hungry and all who are thirsty for Adonai, for all willing to follow El Shaddai, name him what you may, to hear and not for a single creed or a single race, white or black, American, Middle Eastern, but for every child of God, whether you know God or you're getting to know him. To get started, we are going to go. Let me get my Bibles. Literally, I have a stack of Bibles so tall that it could probably have higher altitude than me. But um, let me get my Bible. I got New Testament, Old Testament, ESV, ES, ELV, ABCD, EFG. I got all those. Um so i want to i want to um captive my audience so um the next part i'm gonna put a little spin on the scripture it this is the j um the the j remix the j pappy remix or the jameer remix um but i want to get this straight from the word of god um if you would turn in your b-i-b-l-e the one book for you and me would you, um, as you flip to Matthew 
chapter 26, Matthew chapter 26. Um, whatever you're reading from is fine. And don't limit yourself to the King James Version. Listen to the Word of God. Read the Word of God any way you can. Oh, I do need to flip there myself. Wait one second. Um, let's go with NLT for me. I hope you like the sounds I put in the background today. I don't know what I'm going to pick. But I do, I am listening to soaking music in the background. Stuff that layers. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to figure out everything. This is only episode four. I'm just trying to get back in the swing of things. Because I made one episode and then stopped. For like a couple months. But we still thrived. And we got almost 50 views. 50 clicks. Whatever you want to call it. In my time of not podcasting, I just had a podcast that I never really talked about, and now it's back. Um, Also, um, we have a new um, cover for our podcast. If you um, are a new listener, you would just recognize it as probably the same old one, but it is new, and I worked um, on it last night, and just got it out at, like, midnight last night, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I think it looks crisp and clean, but let's get into the Word. Let's go straight to the Word of God. Um, I'm gonna give you a rundown of what's going on in the scripture in a funny way. Hopefully it resonates with you so you can remember it. Um, I'm gonna give you a breakdown what's going on the recap kind of like to a your favorite soap opera even though the bible's the best soap opera there is the best story ever told um previously on the bible with matthew the one who bugged you to pay your taxes with progressive 15 minutes or less could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance i'm just kidding but um he really ripped you off at walmart the other day i'm just kidding I just, I just like to joke around. But, um, well, this one weirdo carpenter, um, like, I follow now, and, um, I left everything for him. Matthew left everything for this dude. He had, um, a nice house. He was a tax collector, so he took money off of people like crazy. So, um... He was living life like the way you want to live, but not in the right mindset. Um, Have you ever had somebody say to you, um, would you rather have a job that you absolutely hate and make the most money but be depressed? Or would you rather have a job that doesn't pay good but be happy all the time? Most people say happy all the time. Well, Matthew was kind of in the other boat, the boat that we didn't want to be in. He had everything he wanted, but he needed something more. He just had money and knew how to trick people. Um, And for this reason, he was very in tune with financial security, and he knew the financial aspect of a lot of things that we take 
for granted and he uses that in the gospel in a beautiful way that we can see his scars in the past and how that anointed him in the future see most people see your scars and they'll see it as a disability but God sees it as an ability and that's why I believe he called Matthew even with your scars God can use you even with that childhood trauma God can call you even with your cuts he can custom you to your will and purpose but basically right before everything happened this was basically right before um, the last supper the big meal before Jesus got on the cross and died for us and saved us of our sins um, just right before all that good stuff happens but good stuff happened right before that I really want to grasp before we get to our word of the year Matthew chapter 26 verse 7 I'm going to read the verse then I'm going to read it in um with my notes so um meanwhile um Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon Peter at a man who had previously had leprosy while he was eating a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head and the disciples were ignorant when they saw this they said what a waste it could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor but Jesus was aware of this and replied why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me you will always have the poor among you but you will not always have me among you she poured she has poured this perfume on me to prepare me to prepare my body for burial I tell you the truth whether the good news wherever the good news is preached throughout the world this woman's deed will indeed be remembered and discussed um so basically this woman had an expensive perfume or as the king james says it a precious perfume or ointment or an ointment and um an ointment means to um, nourish the skin so they derived it as meaning um an anointing oil that she anointed him with um then she poured it over his head and the disciples said what a waste let's get started She poured because of his power. She poured in spite of the price. 
the price of her sacrifice, the price of the alabaster jar, the price of... Ooh, I just thought of a good one. The price of her respect. People wouldn't respect her for wasting such a valuable oil and such... And she broke the jar open, which would... An alabaster jar is like, um... One of those beautiful vases you see in, like, a museum. Um, so they had to crack it open and break it. So she broke open the seal for the person who broke the seal. She broke the seal on what they claimed was expensive to pour it on the most precious sacrifice. Um, the title of my message and the word of the year for 2022 is drum roll please pour the art of your pouring the art of pouring pour more specifically the word is pour she poured in spite of the judgment of others the price in your poor is the art behind your poor so let's dissect let's dissect this and explain the depth of it and what she poured what her sacrifice says and the fruit of her poor she poured we're not saying she is poor like she pow or she doesn't have money we're saying an action um google describes poor as a verb meaning to do something um so many notes pour a verb to flow rapidly we'll get into flow and rapidly later um let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go firstly she poured anointing oil on his head or a better word for head is um his crown, the crown of his head, or um, as I know, because I um, done deeper spiritual um, exercises and read many books beyond the Bible. Even though the Bible is the strong word of God, I have read other things about the power of light, the power of sound, frequencies, and everything. Because I know the king of the frequencies, so it won't control me. Um, and I can, I believe it can be used as a tool. So she poured on his, what in most, um, like yoga studios, there's like the map of the body. She poured on his crown chakra, his main energy, his, his, where the most power exerts in this way. She was recognizing his authority as king. Kings wear crowns. King of kings. 
He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. See, most would look under that detail. There are multiple times in the Bible where Jesus is anointed, but they anoint his path or his journey. See, Sheba is the only one to anoint his head. Everyone else anointed his feet. Anointed, anointing his path or his journey ahead. Because they knew what was to come. But she knew what was to come. So she anointed his power. This is the only woman. I gotta take a big drink for what? This is the only woman, the only person to acknowledge his dominion and power. The whole Bible, the whole Bible says his name around 900 times. The name Jesus is mentioned over 900 times. And she was the first to anoint the carrier of this name's power when his power was so great and why so later in life he was heading out onto the cross why did it take so long I've wondered I've wondered so long about this since I've um, began this study because the others anointed his journey, she was obligated to anoint his power. What's crazy about this is anointing in um, Hebrew or Greek is to make sacred, to make holy, to make pure in the eyes of God for the set purpose of God. Meaning, if I anoint my body, my body is a temple of the Most High. No um, unholy thing shall come upon it. No disease that is not of the Lord shall come upon it because it has the power and the anointing of the Lord in a way it is cleansed. In this way that she does it, he is cleansed and his power is pushed. In, In Jewish traditions it is required for a sacrificial lamb the sacrifice lamb to be cleansed cleansed before it is sacrificed which then the lamb's blood is collected in a cup in a cup that is poured out on the altar In this year, what if we pour out because God spilled out his blood? Spill, pour, I mean pour because he spilled his precious blood. Man, man, I mean, 
if we pour into the dark things. You're, you're thinking of some dark things in your head right now. God can get a whole lot darker. The woman who anointed Jesus' feet, Mary Magdalene, that was a dark situation. Demon possessed for years. No one could calm or silence the demons. A priest, a holy man of highest regard, one of the most purest priests of his time, Nicodemus, went to cleanse her of this spirit and remove this legion from her body, this group of demons. There was not one demon of depression or one demon of anxiety. A legion means a thousand. A thousand demons pulled on her and weighed her down with her chains of bondage. A dark thing. This priest performs a ritual and nothing happens. In fact, the demons say, you have no power over us. And the demon continues to terrorize the woman. Continues. No, because we, we, we tend to associate the Bible with pretty, colorful, it all ends in sunshines and rainbows, which it does for the most part because of the saving blood of Jesus and how great his name is. But the demons, the legion continued. It went on. It didn't cease. After the holy man, according to old, a man who was holy, according to the Old Testament rules and laws and scriptures, he was holy. He was set apart for just the purpose, just the purpose of God. He had no power over the demons. Isn't that something? But aren't you glad there's a name? Aren't you glad that God walks in those scenarios because he spilled and poured out his blood for us that we can be saved? Mary Magdalene went on to help Jesus and is recognized as many as one of the greatest disciples that not many speak of. And she was cleansed of the demons immediately when Jesus walked in the scene. That's dark. What if we had the same energy? Or as some of us say, 
What if we had the same vibe, man? What if we had the same vibe as that? That we know what he gave, so we have to give to others what he first gave. Pouring out in our schools. Let me pour. Let me pour. I can't visually show you this because it's an audio podcast right now. Um, I'm working on a a visual podcast as well. But what if we poured out? In our schools. In our homes. Pouring out in that job that we just can't stand because that one co-worker won't stop clicking his pin and he's annoying us and we can't stand it and we say go to your cubicle bro you're so annoying I hate you not realizing the power in those words but pouring out pouring out love in that abusive relationship Pouring out, pouring out in that abusive boyfriend of yours. Because we like, oh, he's so mean to me. He beats me. He hits me. He attacks me. And don't get me wrong or don't twist. Please do not twist what I say when I say they're a real relation relational issues that we need to adjust and people we need to cut off but what if we stepped in in the same way God stepped into us because we know we were jacked up pouring into that boyfriend or girlfriend or friend of yours because their mom or dad didn't pour into them And they were left empty. They were left empty. They weren't full like you. They didn't have the fancy cars, meals on the table every single day. These were the potatoes. These were the people with dirt on them. These were the people down in the dirts. Can I talk to the people who are down in the dirts today? To pour. To pour into them. To pour into the hatred heckler on the street. To pour love into that friend. Because when they weren't porn, you you don't get love in return because no... Since nobody poured into them, they didn't get connected to who was pouring. Ooh, that's good. He's the flow. God's, Jesus, Yeshua, and all of his branches and divinity and three beings, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, pours out into us. But some people aren't attached to that flow. So we have to pour 
into them so they get his poor. And since they weren't porn or filled by God or someone else, they were left empty. And you expect them to overflow love, kindness, support, and mercy into you when they're not even connected. Their cup is so dry that it would be so rejoiced if someone poured into them. Some people just need your love. Pour on them so they see the blood that God spilled on you. Pour kindness in the face of bitterness. When you're kind and generous to others and they lash out and give you bitterness. Pour out to that person in a way that when they curse you and say, rude things to you and say bleep you say I love you I remember executing agape love for the first time a couple of years ago people are so stunned when they throw you something horrible and you throw them something life changing something sweet when they throw you bitter bitter pills to swallow and you give them the sweetness of the Holy Spirit the sweetness of his love Pour in their purpose when they bring you problems. When all you see is a person in your way and problems on your plate, fill their plate with the bread of God. Pour And everyone, stop picking who you pour on. Ooh, that'll reach. Now I'm talking to my young people or older people who don't know what they're doing. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. But um, when you think that boy or girl is cute and you only want to pour on them, So they pour on you? Yeah. Pour on everyone. 
don't be selective with your poor. Was God selective with his spill? Don't be picky with your poor because he wasn't selective with his spill. He spilled his blood on all who were willing. On all who had the faith to step out on water. When it didn't seem right and they had the faith to trust in him. As I said earlier, poor means to flow, to flow rapidly, to flow, to flow. So, I have a, I have a question. Um, I have a question for you. Um, so why are you not flowing? Why are you not pouring? See, flow and yeah, yeah, that, that, that's good. Ooh, flow is when you're so connected with God that it just flows out of you. But I'm sorry to say some of us like me and um, definitely not you guys because you guys are um, amazing. Amazing. And you never need any help. But to the people who have problems, you don't always flow. Heck, sometimes you don't even pour. You don't want to pour because nobody poured into you. So what do I pour? Well, it's super simple. Pour so you're connected to the flow. See, some of us just have to pour right now. It's a sacrifice. See, when you like, when you go to the gym, it's like it's like when you go to the gym. The first couple times going to the gym and the new year like we all do and then quit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Some of you are okay with working out, but we ain't gonna get into that. I'm just kidding. I'm not judgmental. But um some of us when we start working out, it's it's training yourself. Like, I gotta go to the gym today. <sighs> I gotta go to the gym today. Said I was gonna go. And then, after doing it so long, it becomes such a habit. They're like, I need to go to the gym today. I need to go to the gym today. Like, I've been in like two days. I have to go to the gym today. It is necessary for... It doesn't feel right if I don't go. So when you start going to the gym, it's a sacrifice. It's having to get yourself to the gym. It's having to do it when you don't feel like it. See, poor means to flow rapidly, meaning it wasn't rapid at the beginning. So it stops. Flow 
is to progressively, not ceasing, overflowing, never stopping. Flow might be the word for 2023, but the reason why poor is for 2022 is some of us have gotten the habit of making our cups leak proof. I'm holding this. I'm going to hold all this blessing to myself. You're stingy with your blessing. When God gave it to you with truly nothing in return but your praise, would you struggle to give him? Hashtag the paralyzed praise. If you want to listen, um, that is where I go deep into worship and praise. But you need to pour. See, pouring is a sacrifice. Pouring takes energy. Let me do it. See, that took energy from me. Having to pour in this glass, I have to turn. I have to turn from my wicked ways. I have to realign where I'm pouring to. Because some of us will, will pour on the floor. Yeah. Like, like going to the bar, gambling things not of the Lord that's pouring on the floor there's nothing for the cup to fall into oh here's a good one don't pour into those that are can that are full and content with just being full yes their overflow would affect someone But we're so busy pouring into those that are already full and can choose to overflow on others but choose not to. We're so busy trying to pour on them or like pour on a pour on your pastor, but pour on someone who has all their stuff together. We need to pour on the people who we don't want to be around. The homeless. We need to pour into the homeless. I could just go on and on. I'm going to come to an end eventually. But, um... Pouring into those who need it. Again, I'm talking... If, if you're full, go pour on someone else. If you're overflowing, definitely go pour on someone else. But if... And go spread the word of God and leave a comment saying, I'm going to go do God's work. You can go ahead and leave. But to the people who are empty, 
to the people. See, Jesus didn't hang around perfect, filled people. He hanged out with people who were filled with lust. He hanged out with adulterers. People who cheated on their husbands and wives. He... His key disciple... One of his key disciples betrayed him three times. And Jesus said, bro, you, you gonna betray me, bro. Like, you, you gonna, like, deny me three times. And he's like, I would never. I, I'm your OG. He was like that guy who was like, hey, yo, it's Jesus. Everybody's Jesus. He does miracles. Come over to this man if you want to be filled. And then he's like, I don't know that, dude. And then a rooster starts crowing. Yeah, the people who Jesus hung out with weren't who you would see. He was the lead rabbi for most. But rabbis would never, ever hang out with sinners. That's what irritated the Pharisees. And one of the main reasons Jesus was crucified because the Pharisees despised the fact he was like, they were like, how dare you defile your temple of the Most High with hanging, with, with feasting, with adulterers, cheaters, tax collectors. Jesus hung out with people who stole people's money he hang he hung out with thieves now the spirit of influence you need in 2022 does not need to oh i'm just hanging out with these bad group of people to spread the gospel when you're not filled yourself and when they start pouring something not of the lord on you it fills your cup but if you were filled with the fruit the fruit of the spirit and overflowing with the fruit of the spirit their flow doesn't affect you it doesn't enter your cup because your cup is already over its limit Jesus's cup is like the best cup in the world it's the best cup to drink from. It never ceases. It never fails for all of eternity. It's never empty. So he had no problem being around those people. And we do too. We can hang around those people and we need to hang out and disciple and minister to those who are broken the most. But don't let them pour The petty poor. Don't let them pour the painful poor. The poor that brings back your chains. The the souls poor for God is the pure poor. 
but the pure of the the poor of the heart wants the poor of the flesh. See, the heart is deceitful and of all things against the will of God. People say, follow your heart. It's deceitful and will end you in the ways of those who are not godly. But now that you have stopped who's pouring into you that was negative and you're being filled some of us will stop pouring you'll only get a couple drops in your cup yes this is enough and then you go for a drink but since you said the worship service was taking too long at that church I had to get out of there it was so boring you know the bible was such a big book I don't think I can read all of it in the time I would need to read all of it so I'm just not going to read it at all so you only took a sip you know what I'm going to do some of y'all say you do the bible in a year and you'll read one verse I'm full you'll take one drink Fill me up, God. Fill me up. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Stop. And then you're not flowing and you're not filled. So you stop moving. You stop flowing. And you're still, and you become, your water becomes stagnant. Meaning, oxygen ain't in that piece. Oxygen ain't there. Meaning, there's no flow, there's no. There's no breath behind it. There's no breath of God. It's breathless. It's empty space. In simple words, you stopped God's breath in your flow. Once again, why sing? Some of y'all ain't be singing. You be screaming. Fill me up, God. I'm empty. God, fill me up. I'm... I'm dry. Fill me up. But then refuse his breath. We'll scream about our sin 
and beg on God's input. And there's a book called the Bible, the BLBLE, with over a thousand pages of wisdom and guide, the breath of his word and his words are in those pages, which makes us flow. But why not overflow? See yourself as a cup. I've been pouring a lot. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I hope you can. And there's two cups, two choices. You're stuck with two choices, flesh and spirit. You could fill yourself with either or both, but they don't mix like water and oil. You can waste all my energy. I can waste all my energy trying to stir up god's plan and make it go my way with still having my addictions and my strongholds and my little thing on the side that nobody knows about and try to mix the flesh with the fruit and the fruit with the flesh and whatever flows in me overflows and pours out on others Meaning, if I flow in God's love, then God's love will overflow into others. Or if I flow in fleshly greed, that will fuel that flow in others. Which brings me to another point. And whatever flows will succeed my seed. See, um, I compare this to a, a spiritual tree in most of our podcast, and mainly in Make Your Spirit Fruity, Fruit versus Flesh. Um, so if I flow in lust in the flesh, that will overflow and will dictate my spiritual fruit because it will hit the ground where my seeds are for better or worse, whether I want to or not. Like dragon, a dragon fruit cactus, which is a plant. It's like a flesh fruit. It's a cactus that can poke and pain you that blooms in the darkness of the night. That blooms in the darkness of the night. But that's the opposite of what God has for you. I talk in depth in episode two, make your spirit fruity once again in um, this. Your seed seed. 
succeeds because of your flow. Your flow will succeed my seed. Therefore, flow the flow of God. In Jesus' name, amen. And the Lord said it is done. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living in the Overflow. I will be back as soon as possible. If you are struggling with anything spiritually, please contact me and what you're struggling with. I will guide you. And if it is a bigger issue, then we might be able to make a podcast about it to help others as well. But I'm your host, Jamira Waters. Fill your cup. And my last point is take a drink. We'll fill our cup with the word of God and never, ever stop. But we'll never take a drink so our thirst is never satisfied. Satisfy your soul with the savior of souls. I want to end on one scripture, but if you have to go right now, I understand. Peace be with you. Um, the Lord, Psalms 20, chapter 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing, I, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters, refines my soul, he guides me to the right path, he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies, You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Thank you for listening. See you next time on Living in the Overflow.